0: Hello, hello, and welcome back to Perfectly Paranormal, episode 41. My name's Anna Schmidt, and I'm here every week to share with you true paranormal encounters and information about devils, demons, and dark energy beings that no one else talks about And today we're talking sage and crystals and the false sense of paranormal protection that people get from these practices. That was a lot of peas, And I'm going to share what they're good for and why they don't work in regards to removing paranormal beings from people, homes and other places. Now I have a lovely story here sent from a lady called Brunhild who lives in Canada. And she wanted to share her story. And this is back in May this year. And this is where she tells of paranormal intruders running amuck in her home and how saging and crystals simply didn't help. Dear Mrs. Schmidt, I knew exactly when my uninvited guest arrived at my house. It was in the middle of COVID, winter of 2022. When a young lady realtor visited my home. Now I wore a mask and we sat the prescribed six feet apart in the basement family room of my home so that I could keep my living area upstairs clear of the virus. And about two weeks later, I noticed weird things happening in my house. Because of COVID, I didn't invite many people to my house at that time. And it was easy to figure out that it was the realtor, so I phoned her, and I asked where she'd been before coming to my place in an empty and very old house. She confessed and promised to help me with my situation. Now, the next day she bought some little pieces of black tourmaline and selenite and placed them on all the windowsills. She also saged the whole house and showed me how to do it. Now, days later, I did the whole house again, all the closets, under the stairs, saging until I could hardly breathe. And then I left the house and went shopping. Hours later, I came home and I felt he was waiting for me outside the front door and he simply hopped back in when I opened it. Now, after that, I had another lady come to my house. She tried her saging and her chanting method to release this being from my home, but nothing helped. Then Brunhild goes on to say, my dog Bobby didn't mind our uninvited guest at first. At least I didn't notice anything. But then I'd seen Bobby staring at the wall for a long time, especially in the evenings when we would lie on the bed and watch TV. He, in inverted commas, would come in front of my dog's nose and Bobby would be lying close to the wall at the headrest end of the bed and he would suddenly look up. So I knew he was only about a foot away from him. I followed Bobby's head, jerking here and jerking there all over the place following this energy being. First of all I tried a black umbrella over Bobby so that my dog wouldn't see him but that didn't work because Bobby would just stick his head around or under the umbrella to see if he was still there. Then I tried covering him up with our blanket but Bobby was too worried about what he was doing and always had to watch him and his. Usual energetic place was on the side of the bed where Bobby lay. My little boy was a very good watchdog, and the energetic intruder was annoying him a lot. Now, I felt he was ramping things up when Bobby yelped in the other room one day, and then he came running out, scooting over to me with his ears pinned back. Bobby turned and faced him, shaking. poor little dog. I do feel sorry for dogs when when they're affected by the presence of paranormal beings because they can't always communicate to us what's there and how they're feeling. But the final straw, is what Brunhild wrote, the final straw came one night when I was just dozing off in bed and I felt a presence come close to me. Then it took another step and it was too close. Instantly in my mind's eye, I saw and felt my aura being poked, like as if you were trying to poke through cling wrap, plastic wrap. And the next second I heard a kind of loud buzzer going off and he retreated as fast as I woke up. Now two evenings later, I was just falling asleep again when I felt a feigned presence coming up to me again. But then the buzzer went off and he backed off again. Now this is really starting to become a problem for Brunhild. Like seriously, these paranormal beings, as we all know, if you listen to my podcast on a weekly basis, you've got to find out why they're in the home. Saging and crystals, they have they have reasons why people use them. I'm going to talk about that later. But seriously, they do not deter paranormal beings from being in places. Anyway, back to the story. Enough was enough, she writes. So I called my healer friend who knew of your work. I agreed to have my house energetically cleared and told her I didn't want to know when it would be happening, as I wanted to see if I could feel the difference. Now I paid attention to anything strange or different and around the first week of April, I felt lighter and happier in my home. But on the 11th of April, Bobby and I were both watching TV in bed, when I happened to look down at my little boy who was lying at the foot of the bed. And all of a sudden, his head jerked up, down, up, down, up, out the bedroom door to the left. And it took a minute for me to realise what had happened oh, I said out loud, you, you have finally got kicked out of my house. Boy, you must have been mad because you never done that before. And I laughed out loud. Now, there's a bit of a time difference there between when the job was done and when the energy being left. Sometimes it can take homes anywhere from one to two weeks to rebalance to settle their energy, to fully clear all that residue from paranormal presence, from the emotional build-up. I ask on the days when I do the work that all the energetic residual energy is removed, but depending on how long it's been there can determine the amount of time that it takes for it to leave. Now, what does she say next? A week later, I contacted my healer. And she told me that Mrs. Schmidt had done a clearing on the fourth, fifth, and sixth of this month. Well, I said, I knew because it got booted out on the 11th, and it's been quiet, peaceful, and happy in my home ever since. Even Bobby is happier. He's sleeping under the covers like he used to. He's still a little apprehensive, but he's a lot more relaxed. Now, Brunhild told me that she desired to transition spirits. This was in another conversation, another email. She'd always wanted to learn how to transition spirits into the light. And this clear intention that she was putting out there, what do you think happened? Yep, it attracted more energy beings into her home. Now, this time there were spirits coming into her home, not the dark or the demonic level beings. This is what she writes. Alas, that didn't last long. As a fledgling artist, I visit and show in the area, in my hometown gallery, and a lot of these places are old houses, where spirits can sometimes be, and I also love shopping in second-hand shops. About two weeks later, I saw my dog noticing an invisible visitor again. Fortunately, He's not as aggressive as the last one was and the dog seems to have calmed down. Maybe he realised that this visitor is quieter than the last one. Now, as I mentioned earlier, this is more likely a spirit answering Brunhild's request to transition souls or lost spirits into the afterlife. Now, Brunhild writes again, After reading your book called The Darkness Around Us, it has helped me to understand my predicament. In the past, I've had unseen visitors and was told that maybe I could help them transition through a portal. What the heck did I know? Compared to what I know now after your enlightening book. So, I'm retiring from that hobby, that and after reading your house clearing report, the section about protecting the home, I will try to practice the advice you recommended every day so that it becomes a habit. Your book was extremely helpful and with a new level of respect for them, she writes in inverted commas, I'm hoping that we, me and my dog, can live quietly and hopefully undisturbed. Now, the advice that I gave Brunhilde in her house clearing report. Now the advice I gave Brunhild in the Protect Your Home section at the end of her house healing report was There's no foolproof method to keep paranormal beings away from your home. But the results of an energetic clearing does raise the vibration of the home. Because you've removed all the past and some recent energetic blockages, whether that be emotional imprints, trauma imprints, portals, black magic negative energy cording and of course the paranormal beings. Then this is the homework part. I can go in and do the energy clearing. Other energy clearers can do the same sort of work, but then it's up to the people living in the home to keep the energy higher. They've got to live in a higher vibration through making positive lifestyle improvements with their thoughts, their words, their actions, their reactions their decisions, choices, behaviours, and their health, mentally, emotionally, and physically. Now we're going to explore what sage and crystals are good for, and how you may choose to use their benefits for yourself and in your home. Now when we look at the history of smudging and using white or grandfather sage as it's known, smudging is a centuries-old ritual of symbolic and spiritual purification. Now, this custom has been practiced by various indigenous cultures, particularly amongst the Native American tribes, as a traditional means of cleansing and purifying spaces. The smoke is believed to enhance mindfulness and your intuition during meditation, and it can carry one's intentions and prayers off into the universe while also improving the flow of energy and possibly cleansing the environment. Now, for some people, the scent of lingering sage in the home alleviates stress and it can enhance calmness, relaxation. And some people tell me that it actually improves their sleep quality. Now, others have also told me that they don't use sage In their homes for its antibacterial or its spiritual qualities, but they use it to keep insects away during the summer period. Especially people here have said to me that they use it to keep the mosquitoes out of their homes. So, none of these qualities have been given the scientific tick of approval. So, be cautious when using sage, especially if you or any of your family members have a respiratory condition. Now, personally, I don't burn sage in my home, and I'm going to give you three reasons why. To my nose, and you're going to find this funny or not, it smells like marijuana. It just simply does, and I can't cope with it. And the scent that lingers in the house, on my clothes, and in my hair, it's just its just not something that I enjoy. And you'll love this little tiny weenie story, is that I remember in the early days, I thought I'd practice using sage in my home because I was told it had benefits. This was when I was in my 20s. Now, I remember my children coming home from high school one day. And as they walked in the back door, like seriously, I'm standing there at the sink. And they were giving me funny looks like, you know, have you been smoking something in the house? You know, mum, have you been smoking weed? So I've never used it since because I simply just don't like it. It's not for me. Now, that's the first reason. Now, the second reason is that it makes me cough and cough and cough, like seriously badly. Now, I don't have a respiratory condition, but it really does, the smoke really does affect me big time. So, number three, it seriously makes me hyperactive in the mind, in the body, and sometimes I even experience heart palpitations. Now I've had it checked out, I'm medically okay. So I know that if I'm around people who are saging in an enclosed space, is that I simply have to leave the room. Because I am naturally hyperactive. Like I'm I'm living on a spiritual high all the time, just because of the work I do. My paranormal radar is up there with me. And I don't need an outside source which intensifies my energy levels even further. Now, I don't doubt that smudging can be carried out with intention and is a meaningful and spiritual practice for many people. But I'm just going to say it again. It's really essential to clarify that it does not have the power to shift or expel paranormal beings from people, homes, other places, or even objects. Now, this is my personal and my professional opinion. Now, I've been called into energetically clear many homes after smudging where people have been left feeling dissatisfied with the results. Because paranormal encounters with spirits or dark beings are really complex. As you'll hear if you listen to my podcast, these beings are multifaceted. They have many ways to hang on to a person or a property. you've got to get to the core of the issue as to why they're there, because you've got to think they're energy, they're attracted to energy. A bit of smoke is not going to make them leave the house, not going to make them leave the person. I've actually seen in homes, I've been given this vision of paranormal beings simply leaning up against a wall, arms folded. It's a very human type image. They're just showing me like, seriously, We're just going to wait till that smoke's gone. We're not going anywhere, and then we'll just get back to our business. It does not expel paranormal beings. You've got to work with professionals who understand why these beings are here. They use their tried and true methods and they move these beings out for good. Now, if we look at crystals, in my opinion, they fit into the same basket as sage. Wearing crystals isn't going to fully protect a person or putting them in your home, your workplace, your car, is not going to shift paranormal beings. It's not going to repel them. Because remember, they're drawn to us because of the emotional or trauma imprints, life experiences that we've had. But placing crystals strategically in your home can help create a soothing and a kind of harmonious atmosphere because of their beauty, their colour, their shape and their appeal to the majority of the population. So once your house has been cleared, cleaned and cleansed energetically, as well as physically, you can use crystals to raise the vibration of your home. Many people use crystals in meditation and yoga spaces, and it helps to give it a sense of tranquility and also spiritual connection. Crystals have healing and cleansing properties that promote relaxation, peace, and calmness, depending on which ones you get. Now, once a home is cleansed, some people incorporate crystals in feng shui practices to enhance the flow of positive energy or qi throughout their living spaces. Now, while scientific evidence on this usage of crystal healing is limited, many find comfort in it. And you know what? It's all about the intention. Now I'm saying that and you're going, well, the intention to clear paranormal beings. No, it just doesn't work. And that is my personal and my professional opinion. Oh, and don't forget, if you like the content of this podcast and you don't want to miss any future episodes, please subscribe. And you can share with your friends so we can get the message out there. We can spread the message about these paranormal pranksters and what they get up to in our homes. I would really appreciate it. So in episode 42, we are taking an in-depth look at the difference between authentic light beings and dark energy imposters, and how these dark pretenders sometimes trick and deceive us mere humans you would be surprised how often people make assumptions and suffer the consequences when they think that the lovely white being that's in front of them is actually a light being, when it's not. It's something else in disguise. So tune in and see what my clients have found during some pretty hair-raising experiences. So thank you for joining me today. And don't forget, if you want to share a paranormal experience, just with myself, or you would like me to share one of your experiences through my podcast, you can do a voice recording, or you can write out your experience and I will read it exactly as you have written. You can email me at spiritualbeing44 at gmail.com. And for information on paranormal house clearing, you can visit my website, spiritualbeing You will find the address in the description box. And I look forward to sharing this spooky space again with you next week. And remember, life is perfectly paranormal.